Episode 238 of the Hob Nation USA podcast, and we are live on location in a fucking garage. I said I didn't <laughs> want to do a show in a garage. And here you are. Yes. <laughs> here we are. Uh, yes, we are live on location, and if you can tell by the audio quality, things might be a little different for your ears, but it's me, Steve. It's Adam. Yes, it is. I am also in a garage. Yes, and we are here at Arboretum Trail with Ben Stefan. This is my garage, so yeah, I'm here yeah. too. <laughs> so yeah, we're obviously going to be talking about Arboretum Trail all through the episode. We'll be talking to Ben about how, in fact, he was able to put a brewery in his garage. How many people have actually done that? <laughs> I think very few in Pittsburgh, yep. and especially very few in Pennsylvania. Yes, we've got questions. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I hope I have some answers. I'll make it up as we go. It's, That's fine. That's yeah. all we ask. That's all we ask. <laughs> We're not really the news, but <laughs> do it. Do as you please. Yes. All right. But uh, yeah, uh, we're going to also drink some Arboretum Trail beers as well. Absolutely. Yes. So uh, with that, uh, we're going to let Ben introduce the first beer that he has for us. All right. So this is kind of one of my my original beers. Uh, One of the first recipes I ever designed as a home brewer. Uh, Obviously, we had to bring it over. And I've said it to other people before. I think the American brown ale is kind of underrepresented especially on a on a local level here so this is just browning around uh it is a american brown ale with honey uh provided from sunny rose ranch in jefferson hills chris vario doing some cool stuff with honey so he's kind of kind of my honey dealer so to speak so everybody needs a honey guy listen he he does his hot honey that he does oh put that on ribs Mm. put it on pizza even better it's This is now a honey show. Yeah, this is... This has always been a honey show. <laughs> we made it 90 seconds in. Yeah. I mean, forget about what you heard about store-bought honey. This is this is fresh from the hive. I, I believe, and I, my number could be incorrect, but I believe he has 36 hives right now. Oh, yeah? Um, and he does do bee collection. So if you have any swarms this spring, uh, call Sunny Rose Ranch. He will come collect them or will send somebody he knows to collect them. Don't kill the honeybees because without the bees, we don't have beer. Right. <laughs> or meat. Yeah, or meat. I Very mean, important. Or whatever that combination of beer and meat is. Brag it. Brag it. There yeah. you go. You'll get there. You'll that, remember it eventually. <laughs> that's like the eighth time I think <laughs> I've asked that question. That on thing. Show. Yeah, 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 you know. <laughs> so we've got some uh, honey brown in our glasses right now. This is a uh, nice looking beer. Thank you. It's uh, 5.6%. So uh, it's a year-round drinker. We do do an amped up version. I did it as a home brewer. It'll probably end up being a tap room only type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got up to 8%. Excellent. But, uh, yeah, we, I don't even know how it happened. I'm not going to sit here and try to explain. Like, <laughs> like, like I know how it happened. It just happened. And uh, so, yeah, we'll probably do that amped up version uh, sometime in the in the fall. But this will be a, a mainstay at our new tap room. Uh, like I said, it's an easy drinker. So I feel like you could drink it in, in July. You could drink it in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool, though, because like we've talked about it in the past about how brown ales are kind of the unofficial Pittsburgh beer. Absolutely. Like if we if we were to pick a style, because obviously New England has their style IPAs. Mm. West Coast has their style IPAs. 
and Florida has the floor device. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we have to have something. <laughs> if we're going to be a real true beer city, we better pick something. Better pick it quick. Things are going fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, you have, uh, I believe East End was a fat Gary. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, that was one of the, um, one of the first Pittsburgh local uh, Browns that, that I can remember ever being. You know, obviously Bells has best Brown. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I got kind of cut my teeth on Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, Brown mm-hmm. back in college and stuff. And, Figured out that I wanted more out of beer besides like American Light. So, <laughs> oh God! So yeah, I mean, I think the Brown is the the Brown is a beer that I feel is again un- underrepresented, but when done well, can like you said, can be a, a city's kind of claim to fame or mm-hmm. you know rallying cry. Yeah, and also uh, Full Pint Festivus, a much more yes. spice oh, brown yes. ale yes. was a, was real big back in the day, and then I would say today. You know, the uh, Allegheny City, Deutschtown Brown mm-hmm. is yep. one of the better Browns yep. that are out there as well. I haven't had, man, I haven't had that in a couple of years. I yeah. need to go out and get that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, looking at yours, you have nice clarity on it, nice effervescence and everything. And like we're saying, it's coming right out of a can. So, yeah, yeah everything's looking good on this. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing any sneak attacks or anything like that. You know, we don't have any, <laughs> yeah. you know, zhuzhed up cans yeah. or something straight out of the, <laughs> yeah. you know, the bright tank or anything like yeah. that. This is as you would get it at yep. the store. Yep. Fresh out of the fridge right behind uh, Adam there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, tasting it, though, it's really like it's a nice, really mellow drinker. Thank you. Like you're, you know, like you're saying, yeah, it's an it's pretty much an anytime drinker. I wouldn't put this so harsh and dark and roasty and, you know, as anything like a porter or a stout or anything yep. like that. Yep. But, yeah, it's nice and mellow. Yeah, I would. This would be one of the one of the beers to grab, like one of the first beers whenever you're sitting out for a campfire. Right. When, you know, dusk is just starting to settle in and stuff like that. You still have the warmth of the day. Yep. This beer, boom, right in that slot. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And again, it's uh, it's going to be a mainstay. It was one of my first recipes I ever designed. Awesome. Um, kind of with Bell's Best Brown, but I added uh, a couple of tweaks in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been messing around with the hot profile, and I feel like this one is hitting r- right there. Mm-hmm. So I think this might be kind of where we're at. Uh, new building. We'll have some new water profile to kind of mess around right. with, but uh, once we get that kind of figured out, uh, the recipe itself will pretty much stay the same. Yeah. What What is the hot profile going into? Just something as because obviously you're not looking to get too much, you know, floral notes or anything. You're just yep. looking for like herbal, earthy, and yep. a little bit of bitter. So uh, one of my favorite hops, uh, Mount Hood, okay. Uh, ah, okay. makes a makes a real big appearance uh, and a, just a little bit of fuggle. Yeah, so, that's yeah. what that's what yeah. we're shooting for. I wanted okay. to see if it, right. if yeah, it. See was in there. Yes, that's, that's his favorite. So. It is. Okay, it is. okay. I mean, there's not enough to get excited about. There's enough to tease you. I, I take what I can get. All right, all right. I, no, it used to have a lot more. Um, and then randomly, I forgot to order it the one batch, oh. yeah. and uh, I uh, dialed it way back. And I said, oh, I kind of like that better. But Mount Hood's always been there. It's mm-hmm. um. For beers like this, uh, even Percules has uh, some Mount Hood in it. So, and it's just kind of my uh, go-to soft Pacific Northwest hop. Yeah, cool. Right on. So, yeah, good beer. Yeah. I think we're enjoying it. So, we'll continue to enjoy it. Yes. Through segment one. Yeah. Uh, but that means now it's time to answer questions. Okay. We can start with any number of questions of what's, go- <laughs> what's going on right now. But uh, if there was a camera, you'd see Steve just just re- yeah. looking around, thinking, "Where do we fucking start?" Right. Well, <laughs> this is an onion that we got to peel some layers. You have you have 
possibly more brewing equipment than abjuration crammed into a smaller space than abjuration. Nice. I like it. I, like I don't it. know how I'm, you pulled that off. At least I'm winning something. Yeah, you, you, you are definitely space maximizing, I can say. Uh, you have you know this giant fridge system. Yeah. But let's just start with how did you decide that this was a good idea? <laughs> it was never a good idea. Let's just start there. I, I said it on another podcast. Distribution is fucking bullshit mm -hmm. uh distribution only i should mm -hmm. say right let me rephrase that um it's just it's it's not gonna it's barely keeping the lights on and yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest um but I, we i thought okay well if my uncle can do this um you know he owns Petrucci brothers out in beaver county um if he can do this i can do this you know we're both kind of that red roughneck um style of person you know manual labor type guy so um, I said, well, how can I do this? So I have a mentor. Um, we were working together at another brewery. He was just kind of letting me shadow him, see what he was doing. Randomly, a conversation came up and I said, man, if I could only just start it in my house. He looked at me, he said, yeah, you can. And looked at him and said, <laughs> Go you, mean, on. you mean we've been doing this for two years and you haven't told me this? He goes, yeah, just talk to, and one of our friends is a lawyer. And he said, yeah, just talk to him. And uh, he did it for somebody else uh, that's up north. And I said, well, God damn it. <laughs> so uh, talked to the lawyer, uh, found out that I, since I moved into this house, I had all the requirements. Um, I would just obviously need to do some plumbing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so we got the process started. It took uh, all of nine months, um, a lot of hurry up and waits. Hey, fill this paperwork out, and then you don't hear anything for three months. Right. Yeah. Um, We've heard that way too many times. <laughs> which I mean, during and this is we're talking so August of 2020 through um, April of 2021. So kind of the meat of the pandemic, and mm -hmm. nobody was working in an office, and mm -hmm. you had to wear five masks and rubber gloves for anyone to come into your house. <laughs> I had a plumber that wouldn't even come in the door at one point. Damn. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got it done. Allegheny County was really confused, yeah, uh, with with how this how this was working. But I showed them that we got approved, and they said, "Oh, that's cool." Second inspection went well. Um, agriculture department was amazed. Mm -hmm. I think I'm pretty sure that's the word he used. He was amazed <laughs> this is that this worked. But I mean, we put out less waste than a than a five member family, so. I mean, there's no no reason for anyone to get upset. Don't have to overload the municipal yeah. system or anything like that. No, yeah. no, it's it's not it's not anything that any other family wouldn't do anyway. Um, our township had a little bit of a problem with it after the fact, but they, well, got, well. <laughs> they got over it. Yeah, <laughs> apologize. Don't ask for yeah, yeah. whatever forgiveness <laughs> instead of permission. Yeah, all right. <laughs> they gave me a permit, so I said that's cool. We're just yeah. gonna keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody's knocked on my door, and now we're moving. So. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be yeah. out soon enough. Yeah, don't worry about it. Give me a month and a half. Yeah. You won't see me again. So the system that you have in here now is that what you started at when, whenever you were fully licensed and and started distribution? Is this the system that you had when you started out, or have you yes. expanded since then? No, we have not expanded. So um, through a lot of research and um, running numbers, uh, I was actually going to go with a one barrel system, which would have been I wouldn't be here right now if I had gone one barrel. Um, so, uh, we found this two vessel Blickman, uh, three and a half barrel, uh, figured out that it could fit in the space and then we could put enough tanks 
in a small glycol system in here to uh, to make it to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, we were actually right behind Steve right now. We were going to try to jam another tank in there. Uh, I'm glad we didn't, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so, but uh, I mean, we're we're doing okay. So th- yeah, but Deutsch uh, from North Carolina. Um, when we do scale up, they'll be our guys. That 100, the, probably the best company out there. Mm. And I'll I'll die on that hill. Fantastic. So they've been their customer service. I mean, I had an engineer that wasn't even put on my project come out and help me run all these control panels and uh, glycol lines. He's you know he's he's a guy that designs huge intricate systems and he's back there on the floor <laughs> getting, you know trying to find leaks and finding you know getting yeah. glycol poured on them so i mean that's just that's their level of of desire to get you guys to get us to uh succeed so yeah. I, I i bet there's a little of like he wanted to do it too yeah. just the, just like it's such a unique project it is it was like i've yeah. done i've done enough yeah. real space yeah so he's done enough hard piping hey let's yeah. let's get back here right. and uh find a way to do this in this guy's garage (laughs) yeah to be honest i mean with us on the show it's the same way yeah 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 yeah. but i think just to jump back a little bit i think it's uh just to make it more apparent to the audience you you mentioned how somebody up north has something similar going on and i think that's what a lot of people are thinking they're thinking like you're on your own space you have a lot of room you're out in like a more rural setting but no, you're right in a neighborhood. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the arboretum is across the street, which is uh, kind of where the is where the name came. Out. It's not kind of, um, but yeah, I mean, I have neighbors on all on most sides. I have a we're on sitting on a major throughway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I have people that will roll up to the stop sign, blow their horn, beer man. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's fully aware of what I'm doing. At first, at first, somebody thought I was making meth in here. I said, yeah, because I'm going to put a huge fan on the side of the house. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm okay. going to make it that apparent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I had a couple old guys stop and tell me that the, uh, the fan was going to uh, kill my family because it was going to suck in uh, bad air or blow out my pilot light. Uh, yeah. I, I said, but an engineer put this in, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he knows what he's doing. No, no. And I said, all right, that's cool, man. That's, this smile and nod. Yeah, yeah. It's, but yeah, I mean, my neighbors come over and, you know, Halloween, I have beer sitting out on the table at the end of the driveway. And yeah, I mean, I'm the neighborhood uh, beer dealer. Nice. Yeah. If you don't have a t-shirt that says that, you need one. <laughs> Hashtag neighborhood beer dealer. There it is. There it is. We're putting it on a shirt. <laughs> Just the actual conception of the brewery. Like you you mentioned how you were working with your uncle, and you also mentioned how uh, Newcastle was almost kind of a, a, a light on of like, oh, I, beer can be more than. But what was your aha moment of becoming an actual pro brewer? Uh, working with uh, my mentor, um, you know, going through the steps and realizing that um, A plus B equals C made sense to me in brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a, a studious person. You know, I grew up with a reading disability. So, I mean, I'm not not a guy who's going to sit there and read book after book. But him explaining it to me, I was like, oh, man, that really makes sense to me. And everything just is, has clicked. And I can sit down and read a brewing book. Um, and it makes sense to me. And mm-hmm. I can actually follow it. So, like, that to me was kind of my you know, light bulb moment of shit, I should probably do this. Yeah. <laughs> Learn through doing first. But yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hands on, but then you can go and if you don't understand something, there's so much material out there now that even somebody at my, my level 
can go out and and still comprehend and mm-hmm. and find the answers. And if you still can't find them, I mean Pittsburgh has remarkable brewers. Right. So I mean it's just going to anybody. And everybody wants to talk. So I mean I can walk up to the Scott from East End, uh, Lauren uh, from uh, uh, Necromancer, and I have talked a couple times. You know, and like I said, my mentor, you know, just brought me in. I was going in my days off and just to learn stuff. So, I mean, everybody's very welcoming. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't figure something out, they'll they'll get you there. And we have heard that story time and again throughout the Pittsburgh brewing community. Yeah. Everybody talks with each other. Everybody is making sure that everybody else is, you know, doing well with what they're doing, you know, lend a helping hand, lend out equipment, you know, whatever is needed when yep. needed. Yep. And that's no joke. I mean, uh, maybe some people say it anecdotally, but I mean, it's, it's true. I can... Mm-hmm. I have numbers on my phone for, you know, owners that have been in this business for, you know, 10 years and people that will answer my text within five minutes. And there's no other industry anywhere that Mm -hmm. you'll find that. And I don't think there's any other city maybe that you'll find that. Yeah. Yeah. It is uh, few and far between that you'll get that much support in a city. You know, and like you're saying, there's so many resources with like brewers and just even like those master Cicerones that live out in this area. Right. Yeah, there's so many people that you can pick their brains if you yes, need to. Absolutely. <laughs> Which kind of leads in, in the next question of expansion. Uh, you're you're moving into uh, what used to be the space for couch brewing. Right. Uh, what was the catalyst for being able to to move there? Was that just simply an opportunity presented itself, or were you actively looking to to update and upgrade, or, or what happened there? Uh, kind of both. Uh, so we were um, two years ago. Yeah, well, no, about a year ago. I'm sorry, last August, um, we were actually in discussion with taking over uh, part of a building down in the Strip. Um, it was going to be, I mean, full expansion, big system, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, as that started going on, I kind of realized that there's no way I was going to ever be able to pull that off uh, without giving up a lot of my company. So um, that kind of grew cold. Uh, we had a couple other offers from some other other people that just didn't make any sense. And um, one Friday night, sitting on the couch, uh, my wife and I, and I got a message on my phone. I looked down and said, who the, who the hell is Darren Gailey? Uh, <laughs> and, and I started reading it, and uh, Adam from 412 threw my name out to him because I guess uh, the other people that were supposed to move in there, uh, the deal fell through. So um, he uh, just said, hey, you need a place i have a place uh we should talk and we spent the next two days um exchanging numbers and talking and uh we went to see the building my uh, business partner and i uh, that sunday afternoon um and i knew as soon as i stepped in i said we we have to have this this is a golden fucking opportunity (laughs) so i mean you don't you don't get equipment that size that matches the exact half size of what equipment you already have in a tap room that holds 90 people. Uh, you know, it's already a brewery, so you don't have to rip floors up. You're not putting bathrooms in. Right. It just, it, I, I couldn't wait. Like I wanted to sign a lease that day, <laughs> but, uh, I, thankfully I talked to a lawyer, my lawyer and we went over things and, um, you know, we figured it out. So now we're kind of in that spot of, uh, transferring licenses and mm-hmm. getting this project going right on yeah and like you're saying you know that, that's already a ready-made space it's yeah. for brewing right and it's you know darren and everybody who worked at couch they already put a lot of time and effort in bringing mm-hmm. that place about um so what are some of the things that you 
think are going to make uh, you think are going to put in to make Arboretum its own uh, when you go into that space? So, um, I mean, besides some of the aesthetic ch aesthetic changes, uh, you know, some flooring is going to go in, mm -hmm. um, some paint and everything. I I think the vibe is hopefully still going to be the same of, you know, everyone's going to roll in. I don't care if you've been there once. I don't care if you've been there 40 times. You know, we're going to everyone's going to say hi to you. You're going to feel comfortable. Um, we want to have beer for everybody. Mm -hmm. So um, I know you guys are dark beer drinkers. We're going to oh, yeah. always try to have dark beer on. Um, and then, you know, sours and IPAs and, and other things. So I think that's going to be the same. But our touch is going to be, you know, some art on the walls. Uh, some of our, um, you know, Dak Singletary doing all these characters for our labels. Mm -hmm. um, that's definitely going to be on the walls. If you I don't know if you've noticed, but in each of these labels, you'll see a set of eyeballs somewhere. So I think that kind of has to be uh, put somewhere out, <laughs> out in the tap room. Just, I mean, because that's kind of his thing. And I think that's, you know, uh, I was showing my wife one of our uh, labels. She said, well, where's the eyes? And I said, you're right. We don't have any eyes in that. We got to put eyes in that one. So, um, you know, stuff like that. But I don't think, you know, Darren did such a good job and uh, his staff did such a good job. I don't think a lot has to change besides, you know, your normal cleaning and, mm -hmm. and you know, a little bit of painting some different tables but yeah. i mean I, I think you'll still get the same vibe and you'll still probably see a little bit of couch out there are you keeping the bingo sign <laughs> uh according to darren that's been sold oh um, but if it hasn't uh that's probably staying around maybe okay. Okay. or uh <laughs> there might be a church that's interested and i would donate it at that point yeah um but we'll see <laughs> if, if it's not sold we'll we'll kind of go from there <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know what the fate of the bingo sign was. So. <laughs> yeah, um, all of Pittsburgh wants to know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's apparently, like I said, it, I was told it was sold. So okay. if it's still in the building when we're there, then maybe we just have to buy it from those people. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. I don't know. Price goes down one dollar for every day. That's they don't right. Show every, up. Yeah, you're paying right now. <laughs> <laughs> so was there was there anything in particular, any particular hurdles for transferring your uh, your licensure? from from here over to the couch space so i just paid for renewal and i'm pretty sure i'm going to pay for another oh no uh, yeah <laughs> so I, i've officially going to pay for three licenses in three years so that kind of sucks <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. uh but um it's the normal stuff they redo your background checks mm -hmm. for some reason um and then just takes it you know i think it says 60 to 90 days so we're hoping to get in there a little early, um, get in there, clean up, do all the all the nitty gritty stuff. And then once the license is ready to go, we're just bang out beers and roll out in two or three weeks, have a soft opening. Awesome. Fourth week, kind of, you know, just let her rip. Right on. Do you, do you have a uh, do you have a time frame or a month that you're possibly looking at, even though? Uh, we don't hold anybody sure. to those standards in <laughs> <I> mean, PA. <laughs> I'd I'd love to I'd love to be open before Memorial Day. Right on. Yeah. But um it's probably aggressive. Sure. Uh our official lease starts June first, so God I hope it's before that. <laughs> <laughs> so that week, you know, that would it would be a beautiful week to open up, mm -hmm. you know, Memorial Day weekend. But if not, hopefully within days after. Yeah, you are a veteran-owned brewery, so we it, are. Make, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, we are participating in breweries in PA. Uh, their veteran beers is released this mm -hmm. year. Awesome. Finally, we can actually do it. Um, 
you know, my business partner did 33 years in the Air Force. Um, we're bringing somebody else on that did uh, 10 years in the Army. So um, we are veteran based and, uh, you know, we love our vets. So we'll try to help support them as much as we can. Right. On. Awesome. All right. Well, now it's time for yeah. the question that brought us here, really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now for the thick stuff, yeah. Somebody who will remain nameless on this show had some concerns uh, when reading articles from breweries in PA that uh, you said you were going to put in 10 side pull taps. Actually, it's 15. 15 <laughs> side pull taps. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was 10 and then 5 for ciders and such. But well, <laughs> doubling down. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What is what is the decision behind that? Um, so honestly, I went to you know reading all of the stuff on side pools, and I'm always I'm open minded, and so I read it and I think, okay, well I've never had it. Sounds cool. Sounds pretty dope. Milk pour. Never had it. Let's do it. Um, but I was up in the Cranberry area uh, Thanksgiving, and I said I've never been to Stick City. I mm-hmm. need to go there. Um, stopped in. He's all side pool at this right. point. Uh, so I was talking to Nick and he poured me handsome boy on side pool. Mind blowing, hmm. mind blowing. And so he and I talked a little bit and it it's so a lot of our, our taste is based off aroma and with the thicker head and the larger, the, you know, those tinier bubbles, you're releasing more of that aroma. So your brain thinks that there's, or there is more flavor there. So now the softer feel on top of the flavor explosion that you get and the, the nuances that you I've never tasted before. And I know his beer is phenomenal, but I mean, the side pool just, it's, it's outstanding. Okay. And I had Porter off of it. I had uh, handsome boy off of it. So I think any style can, can really uh, be accentuated by that side pool if you're doing it right. Sure. So. Yeah. I because we went to East End and you know Scott had was giving us uh, milk pours of their Czech Pilsner. Yep. So we've had basically the traditional style. Yep. Of things coming off side pools. A lot of people I've talked to they aren't so much sold on putting other styles on there. But if you experienced it yourself, I, can, that, I can't. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Really. <laughs> I was I was in the camp. I was in that camp, and I you know I said well. It sounds like a gimmick. You know, mm-hmm. let me let me see what's up. I mean, because we've had a lot of gimmicky things in mm-hmm. in brewing over the last you know decade or so. So at you glitter beer. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> no one's looking at glitter beer. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a flash in a pan and gone again. Mm-hmm. Glitter beer and brewed IPA just hanging out. <laughs> Lonely Hearts Club <laughs> on think, the sidelines. I think brute was the flash in the pan. I think glitter beer was like a. Like an oops, like yeah. somebody, yeah. Just, somebody just spilled something on the yeah. on the stove and it was just like a whatever. Sure, yeah, it didn't even get the flash. Change the label, yeah. it'll be fine. Nobody will notice. But I, I really thought, you know, the side pull thing is a gimmick. Yeah, it makes you look cool, and they look, you know, they look really mm-hmm. nice. But um, it really does. I mean, in I would implore you to go see Nick at Stick City, and or you know, Dancing Gnome has it now. Mm-hmm. So a much shorter drive, but you should still go to Stick City because his beer is amazing. But <laughs> uh, yeah, anything on side pool, I really, I really feel like it helps. Um, obviously, I'm not the only decision maker, so uh, that's a discussion that we'll have to have uh, internally. But I would, I would love to have at least half of them be side pool and be able to offer different things at different times. Right on. Yeah. Cool. 
it's an it's an interesting thing. I'm not you know I'm not sold one way or the other yet. It's just <laughs> well, we'll, we'll have to go. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have to go. We'll have to yeah. check it out because, like I was saying, we haven't had anything that wasn't just proper check pills. Correct. Right? But I will say that you know I think both Adam and I did experience when we had that. You know, you you can kind of change your own drinking experience. You know, with how much you know, how much of the head you're drinking at yep. the same time. Yeah. So yeah, you can change your uh, taste just a little bit. Yep. Cool. Well, we look forward we look forward to seeing this in the future. We'll be down. We'll come back down Good. the couch. Yeah. And we'll try a side pool couch. <laughs> uh, we'll let you know. I mean, you can come before that because yeah. I, I don't know if we'll have it for opening because I guess the uh, the shipping's taking a really obviously a really long time. <laughs> so especially with what's going on right now. So uh, opening. We probably won't have them. I, I'll fair say enough. almost guaranteed we won't have them in by then. Fair enough, fair enough. But uh, yeah, with that in mind, though, as you guys are moving in the couch, uh, part of that is expansion, part of that is funding. And this is something we've seen in the past with uh, Abjuration in that they paired with Honeycomb Credit, which is a kind of a crowdfunding credit space. Right. Uh, in a way, Honeycomb helps guarantee that you get your return when the inve- when the project is invested in. And you guys are a part of that now as well. We are. Uh, so crazy. Uh, we looked at the building that Sunday, Monday morning. I get a message from uh, Honeycomb Pittsburgh. And I said, oh, here we go again. You know, <laughs> some some guy wants me to sponsor their thing or whatever. But uh, it ended up talking to one of their people. Um, and, you know, John explained that, hey, you know, we can help you with any project you have going on. I said, well, we just happened to kind of fall into this. And he said, you know, and we don't do mug clubs. We don't do T-shirts and hats and that's which is all fine. You can still do that. But, you know, investors get real investment and there are limits of what I can say. So I, I'm not going to put anything out there. Mm-hmm. But if you go honeycombcredit.com and you look up uh, Arboretum Trail on there, uh, you will see that you do get a return on top of your principal uh, that is is real money. It's not, you know, like I said, it's not T-shirts. It's not free beer. It's, it's yeah. actual mm-hmm. Uh, plausible income. Yeah, it, it's not like a Kickstarter or Indiegogo where like right. you get promised some sort of swag right. that you may may or may or not show up. This exactly. is a real, yep. like you're doing real investment on a crowd size level yep. and then your investment may get back to yep. you what you put in. Right. So. And this is, I mean, this is done through the SEC. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's regulated. Um, the money is held in escrow and you're paid quarterly. So it's, I mean, this is legit investment uh, into local business. Yeah. So, yeah, like Ben says, you can look up our Readem trailer. Just go on the live page. You guys are live for 26 days, I think, as of yeah. recording, right. which is Tuesday, March 1st. So that it, it well, yeah, come back out, there. Huh? Well, yeah, because it's going to come out Friday and I'm not doing the whole no. math. <laughs> math hard, math yeah. bad. You got three weeks. <laughs> yeah. So figure it out. And if you feel like investing going on and uh, check them out. But, Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Uh, with that in mind, though, you know. I, I would invest in another honey brown. <laughs> yes. We got a whole fridge full of them. <laughs> and, and I would be very interested to try this on a side pole. Yes. I think this would I think this would uh, do well on that. Who knows? Maybe it would. Maybe. I don't know. We're just going to find out. <laughs> you, you can have your optimism, Adam. <laughs> yes. yes. That's what keeps me warm at night. Yeah. It's my optimism. Yeah. yeah. But uh, otherwise, yeah, it, it is a really easy drinking beer. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's creamy. Um, I even though they're not the same style beer per se, and I, I keep bringing up Adjuration, but I guess they're on the mind, but um, their multi amber ale yes. is, is somewhat similar to this. Mm-hmm. I think this one is just a little more uh, a little more caramelly, a little yeah. more roasty, okay. just mm-hmm. a little skosh more. 
but that would speak more to being a brown ale than a multi amber. Correct. But I think you know if you like one, you'll like this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you can't go you. wrong either way. That's yeah. high compliment because those guys are putting out some really good beer. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate but, that. Yeah, that's one of that's one of their standards. And if you're saying this is going to be one of your standards, I think yep. that's a I think it's a nice easy comparison yep. for everybody to get down with. Thanks. Yes. So what do you say we get down with some commercials? Uh huh. Get paid. Uh huh. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> right after this. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Dot com. It's episode 238, and it's segment two, and we're still here at Arboretum Trail Brewing, and we're still joined by Ben Steffen, head brewer and owner of Arboretum Trail. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. for having us, and thanks Absolutely. for sharing your beer with us. Absolutely. And the next beer that we're having is... It is called Sweet to Death. It is an Imperial Milk Stout, 9.1%. Ooh, yeah. Pretty straightforward. Uh, nothing, nothing uh, crazy about it. No adjuncts, really, beside a little bit of uh, Madagascar vanilla in there. Right on. So a lot of dark malt. Um, obviously lactose because it is a milk stout. So yeah. uh, all you lactose haters, uh, sorry. <laughs> Step aside. It, it, it's true to style. So I didn't just throw it in there for shits and giggles. Sorry, your tummy gets upset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So many good t-shirt ideas coming yeah, out. Right. <laughs> but yeah, hey, looking at it, looks like a stout. We mm-hmm. hardly ever remark too much on the, <laughs> the look of it, but it does yeah. have a nice fluffy, tight tan head on it. Yes. And uh, yeah. Got a good nose to it as well. Got a good sweetness to it. Yeah, it's definitely uh, more sweet than like any kind of roast or bitter on mm-hmm. it. Which for a milk stout, you would uh, you would anticipate right. that. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely leans uh, less roasty, mm-hmm. but it's, it's still there. I mean... Like you said, it's it's definitely a stout. So, yeah, yeah. I, on on the taste, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a a little bit of a roastiness there. It's showing up, uh, but it is not overpowering. Yep. Yeah, I, I think it's a good, well balanced beer. This uh, continuing on with the campfire time frame. This will be about midway through the campfire. Yep. You know, this is when you're really settling in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warmth of the beer and the warmth mm-hmm. of the fire. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the coal bed has started to build a little yeah. bit. You yeah. Snugged into your into your chair. Cracked yeah. this open. Life is good. Yeah. Life yeah. is good. And uh, for nine percent, hey, that's pretty drinkable. Really. Uh, yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. A little dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a sneak upper. Yeah. A little dangerous, but I mean, we've done we've done some some big beers and. Uh, I like to try to hide my ABV as much as I can. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to say, "Yeah, that's a that's a fucking ten percenter there." <laughs> um, you know, we did a triple IPA with fueled by hops, and uh, it was all of ten percent. And I I don't think it tasted like it. And the reviews online said that they couldn't believe it was ten percent. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of how that was designed. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my stouts you'll see will will be designed that way. That I don't like that real big bitey ethanol like holy shit my sinuses just got cleared out <laughs> this comes in hot yeah yeah that's that's the word you're looking for hot so yeah. uh i don't like hot beer unless it has rye in it yeah yeah so other than that you know give it to me a little softer and 
Um, I'll hide it a little bit for you. Yeah, I, I feel like most people are getting pretty good at hiding their ABVs anymore. I agree. Uh, I would only say like barrel age and barley wine. Well, if you're looking yeah. to blow your sinuses out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's some things you can't you can't get away from it. Yeah. I mean, uh, we just emptied a barrel today, uh, a little rye. Uh, barrel today and it just I mean you know it's there right there's there's no hiding 13 and a half right no yeah and especially on a rye uh whiskey barrel there's it's there at yeah. that point yeah. you just have to embrace <laughs> it yeah I say yeah hug it it's rye chocolate with a huge punch <laughs> in your face so just get over it yeah it, it, it comes down to because I'm remembering like the revolution barley wines mm. they're really yeah. good at making a balance because you can't run from that Yep. But they have enough flavor that, you know, yep. it shines through and you go, mm. ah, OK, I'm not just drinking fucking <laughs> yeah. rocket fuel. Yeah, just right. Gas. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, But yeah, this is this is in no way gas. This is just a nice sweet and has a big mouthfeel to it. And I feel like it'll probably change as it warms up through the segment. So assuming we make it that far, because I keep going back to it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Well, if you need another hit, I mean, the fridge is right behind you, and literally. A, and that's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, good thing his back is to the fridge, and yeah. <laughs> the doors can't open all the way for him. <laughs> but Yeah. Uh, let's move on to segment two. And uh, we try to learn a little bit more about the brewer themselves, okay. you know, what you're into, what you do. Uh, we'll just start. I mean, we, we're home brewers, Adam and I. We're not great, but, you know, we enjoy it from Service time to time. We haven't yeah. killed anybody yet. Well, that's yes. that's all that matters. <laughs> as far <laughs> as we know. Yeah, no, nobody's, nobody's come back to your house and said, I shit for three days. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fuck you both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not giving anybody diarrhea that yeah. we know of. Well, that's good. That's good. You're better than some breweries out there, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, of course, obviously, you also started home brewing as well. Right. Uh, what, like, when did you start home brewing? And like, what was kind of your first origin story on that? So started about six years ago. Um, so my uncle and his brothers did it for, you know, they were in the, the early eight, or not early 80s, late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember them talking about it. I never actually saw them do it. Um, but my uncle always had the unlabeled bottles and I'd always ask. And he said, mm-hmm. oh, it's just like shit, but we made it. So, <laughs> you know, because back then you had to, you know, you're mail ordering everything. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, fast forward to uh, my time with the state. I was working with a guy and we were talking about brewing and beer and uh, I'd worked at some distributors for a while. So uh, I knew a little bit and he said, yeah, it's easy. You just go online and get a kit. And so I went to my wife and I said, well, it's almost my birthday. I'm going to buy a kit and that's my birthday <laughs> present. She said, yeah, whatever. That's fine. Like, that's cute. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, little did she know. <laughs> uh, two batches into it, I was I was in. I was grasping at everything that I could possibly I could possibly get at. So it kind of morphed from there. Um, bought some equipment from other home brewers that were, you know, kind of getting out of the hobby. Uh, scaled up a couple times. Um, never made it past uh, 10 gallons. Okay. But um, mostly driveway beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the propane burners and everything. So um, went from there and then uh, had a friend that was a professional brewer and uh, he kind of became my mentor. And uh, yeah, so now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what those first one or two kits were? Uh, let's see. The first one was a grapefruit IPA. Oh, wow. Mm. Um that was not the one I was expecting. <laughs> it, it came with with the with the whole setup and everything. Uh, it was a Northern Brewer. 
Okay. Like, um, yeah, yeah. One of the I got the the like the mid level kit, and then he get, they sent the uh, the uh, the batch kit with it. Um, next one was a Chinook IPA. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I did almost all IPAs at the beginning. Yeah. I'm trying to remember like the pages of my my book that I kept, but um, yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of IPA at the beginning. Uh, Honey Brown was probably the first real recipe that uh, kind of deviated from that. That you that you designed yourself and designed myself. Yeah. It was all grain um, right off the bat because uh, I did some extract kits. Mm-hmm. I think everybody kind of starts at that yes. point. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, it was the first all grain batch that I did. Um, I was even told by people, you know, don't do all grain. That's a waste of time. But no, it's yeah. it's the way to go. It's it's worth it. we, we have honey brown now, so right. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the way you go to advance. Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, uh, it, it's funny. I was just like thinking about the kits, but like I saw an ad the other day that was targeted at me, obviously, but <laughs> it was on Facebook. And like now, like starter kits are like s'more stouts. Yep. So it's like just wilding out, just the wild. Yeah, yeah, you can you can start with the wildest shit yeah. rather than you know working yeah. your way through the the standard browns and the, right right <laughs> and the yeah. reds. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't do reds anymore. You, if you're not doing uh, adjunct stouts out of a kit, yeah, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, why are you even here? Yeah, why are you even here? <laughs> right. Well, to be fair, with a lot of a lot of breweries, it you know professional breweries, it's kind of that way as well, where you kind of hit have to hit the ground running. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there, there's no way to hide anymore. I mean, it kind of goes, you know, IPAs and sours mm-hmm. and BA stouts keep your lights on. Right. And the lagers and everything and porters are the fun stuff that you do for the people that actually appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. that's, I don't know if that's a brutal thing to say about the, the business, but I mean, it's the goddamn truth. Yeah. Facts so, are facts. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. It, it's, I mean, and again, I we talk about saturation all the time and we talk yeah. about, you know, all those things but like we're so deep into like this latest resurgence that you would say maybe started 2010 you know but now we're up to the point 10 years later after that we have so many breweries in pittsburgh you can't just jump into brewing without knowing what you're doing yeah (laughs) like it 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 was a turnoff to Adam and I yeah. <laughs> looking at it and going, ah, oh, we're not going to get there with our brewing work. Yeah. <laughs> we understand our limitations. Yeah, sure. And it's, I, I don't know, like I said, I, I had that, that light bulb um, moment of, you know, this all makes complete sense to me. Mm-hmm. And the first time in my life that everything, you know, all the dots connected. And I said, holy shit, like this is the, this is what I, what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And I hope that my beers kind of speak to that, that, you know, I've chosen the right path. Well, we're here for a reason. Yeah, yeah we're uh, yeah we're here for a reason. You right. Funny, enough, people, <laughs> enough people have talked about it about you, but also you know we've had you at various places as well because, like you're saying, you're on a distribution license, right? And one of the places that I had you was at Mike's Beer Bar because Mike's Beer Bar fucking rules for Pittsburgh. Absolutely, <laughs> <So>. absolutely. <laughs> and I will I will enter this segue and say Mike and Allie and the rest of the staff are 100 percent top notch. Mm-hmm. Best bar in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 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 It's, Agreed. It's great. It sucks that we're not having baseball at the moment. Yeah. Because that's yeah. really good for them. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But for the beer drinkers, that's less crowd for us to fight to get in there. Fair enough. But it's I'm, just like, I don't give a shit about the pirates. I just want Mike's beer bar <laughs> yeah. to have customers. <laughs> no, I, I don't to go downtown. Yeah. I mean, I was there a couple weeks ago and I was talking to them. I don't, I don't 
baseball or not, people are still coming oh, in because people know. people realize how good they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, what they've done over there, and they're only getting better. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and Allie kind of took over uh, the local local scene, and she's really latched onto that really well. And Mike is obviously really in tune with everybody. So, mm-hmm. no, 100% Mike's Beer Bar. If you're not there, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not there, you better be at an actual brewery. Absolutely. <laughs> That's about it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. But – uh with that in mind we've already been talking about like what you what you've brewed and what you know we're drinking your beers that you provided to us but you kind of tailored for us you gave us darker beers but what are the beers that you like i'm i'm an ipa guy i mean that's what that's what got me started i mean from the original you know two-hearted if with bells Mm -hmm. and and sierra pale ale and ipa and Mm -hmm. um you know growing up not growing up but uh coming up through the um the beer ranks and in running a couple of distributors and working, you know, you find your taste and that, that always just, um, you know, dogfish 60, dogfish 90. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, they just blew my mind. And then somebody gave me a can of Treehouse. Yeah. Ah, okay. And yep. God damn it. I, <laughs> if, if I didn't like ascend into a, into a light and I just said, this, this is the Holy land. Like, this is amazing. But, I, I got mean, the wrong can of treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently you did because if I mean I I had Julius and then I mean and I I tell people that uh, doppelganger is the best beer in America. Mm-hmm. So and it's just and again I'll die on that hill. Um, our, our, I think our friend Sam might agree with you. I I believe he really loves doppelganger. He does. He loves doppelganger and focal banger. Yeah. Even though it's two different breweries, but yeah. I had <laughs> doppelganger three years ago. The cans up, you know, up up in the rail there. Um, my dad and stepmom take a trip up to see her brother in Connecticut, and they tell me every year where do you want us to stop? We'll bring you something back. And first time they went up, uh, and they said that I said, "Well, you got to stop at Treehouse." My dad's an outdoor guy, and you know, loved their area. And mm-hmm. so, can I tell a funny story? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. My dad does not drink, has never had a drop of alcohol in his life. So he doesn't understand the way beer lines and stuff work. Yeah. So um, they stand in line and he goes through and I gave him like a short, like six or seven beer list. And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, he'll get like maybe a four pack of each or like if they let him split some stuff up, he'll give me a whole case. My poor dad goes up there and gets a case of each of them. Oh no. <laughs> he got to the end of the line and I, my dad won't be listening to this, so he won't be embarrassed, but dad, I love you. Uh, $335. <laughs> and he was too embarrassed to tell them that he didn't understand. My stepmom laughs to this day. Like you should have seen his face. He almost shit his pants. <laughs> so a lot of my friends were very happy that year. <laughs> Because for my birthday, I had seven cases of uh, Treehouse and I had nowhere to put it. Ooh. Oh, my. <laughs> so a lot of people got a lot of four packs. Yeah. And my dad is eternally my best friend. <laughs> he was before that, but now he really is. Yeah. God bless him. <laughs> he took that huge hit. <laughs> he did. He took it like a man. He admitted his mistake. And he's like, I just, I was too embarrassed to, to, to do anything. I was like, well. Well, he, he admitted his mistake yeah. to you, not yeah, to the right, people. Well, right, right, right. Well, I mean, a lot of my friends are eternally grateful for, for him, too, because they got their first dose of Treehouse. So, um, yeah. Uh, it's that's that's my 
my funny story. So there. there is a there is a decent chance that at one point in time in your life you had the most amount of treehouse in the state of uh, Pennsylvania 100%. in your house. Uh, guaranteed, yeah. guaranteed. I at least in the greater Pittsburgh area, I had the most treehouse. <laughs> Absolutely. Some still say to this day, yeah. <laughs> there's never been more treehouse. Legend has it. Yeah. Not really, and they've wandered their way in here a couple times. They have. They have. <laughs> Barrel and flow might it might hold the record for the most tree house or trillium. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the smallest true. sign for a brewery. <laughs> I don't think they they weren't even having a sign when I found them. No. I think they may have upgraded to a cardboard piece of cardboard yeah. later in the night. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah, missed it, that one. Yeah, it was <laughs> uh, I believe it was the owner of Trillium. Because he has ties down here in Pittsburgh with Trace yeah. and everything. So right. like it was the owner and one other guy. And they had a nondescript blue canopy. They had no signage. Wow. You just had to walk up to it. <laughs> yeah. It was like their own little speakeasy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool, though. And, and they were like, hey, just to bring up abjuration again. They were right across from abjuration yeah. in, in the in the line. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you made a round. You go to, like, abjuration. There was some guy with moonshine. And then just trillium, trillium. out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like something you could just short circuit all night. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. not, not to divert too much from Ben, but, I mean, hey, maybe you'll be able to participate in it this year. But uh, Barrel and Flow tickets for 2022 are on sale now. Yes. So. I've uh, I put my application in, so nice. uh, let's go. Nice. Somebody get me in. Nice. <laughs> Don't think we'll say no. <laughs> yes. I hope not. I'll, I'll collab with everybody. Let's nice. go. We've talked about how your your drinking uh, preferences have come about, but what about your brewing preferences? What do you prefer to, to brew when you're in here, when you're in the lab? Is there any particular style you like to, to dive into or dissect even? Uh, I mean, so our our profile, yeah, our profile is a little, limits us a little bit right now since, I mean, I can't lager. I would love to dive into lager further, but I just can't afford the uh, the tank space. Um, to lager correctly, uh, you know, it would take you know, six to eight weeks, and I just, I can't hog a tank for that long. Mm. Um so IPA has been the thing that I've messed around with the most, um, you know, different types of wheat and oat and, you know, yeast strains and trying to find um, kind of our calling card. Cause I think every, every brewery has that calling card uh, with specific beers. And I think, I think we're right on the cusp of finding that kind of, you know, if you put a, a blank uh, glass in front of somebody and they drank it, I want them to be able to say, "Oh, that's that's definitely an Arboretum Trail IPA," and I think we're we're right about there. Right on. I also see that the uh, the barrel program has started as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, Can small, a very very small <laughs> barrel program. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, one of the very first beers that uh, that we did, I said, "Well, we have these uh, Dad's Hat Rye whiskey barrels. Uh, we should probably put one to good use and uh, see what the hell happens." So. We, uh, we did a stout. Uh, we put some of it in this barrel uh, July of uh, 2020. So it's been sitting there since then. Um, I pulled it out today. Uh, we had a little bit of trouble, but um, we got it into a bright tank. So we're hoping to get a couple of kegs out of it. Uh, it is basically chocolate rye whiskey. Nice. Yeah. I like all of those words. 13.5% <laughs> ish. Uh, so it's yeah, uh, we're probably gonna just put it on tap. It's gonna be uh, 
in-house drinker, small, small doses. Nice. Um, but yeah, I'd, I would like to be a brewery that puts their barrel-aged stuff on tap because mm-hmm. I think not everybody wants to spend $20 for a bottle. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and no no ill will to anybody that sells them that way. That's, you know, their business. But I think it should be on tap as well as offered in takeout. Yeah, yeah. It, it, bring, it brings customers in for, you know, an extra special, mm-hmm. you know, experience. So, yeah. yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, in case you, it, it, I don't know if it's getting picked up on the mics or not uh, completely, but yeah. the, there's a, a little bubbler in the back. Uh, yeah. what, what's bubbling away? Right so we now? got we got a little action behind me. Uh, it is a barley wine mm. Uh, mm. made with candied bacon. Oh, so this is Shoo. if uh, <laughs> if you've been t- paying attention to the interwebs, uh, Field by Hops is putting on best brunch ever. Mm-hmm. So uh, for this festival, they said, well, what is good with brunch and obviously bacon. So, and what do you get with that? Well, you put a barley wine with bacon and then (laughs) you get some maple syrup barrels and you put some of that barley wine in there. So um, we're gonna have two variants. Uh, One is just the barley wine candy bacon. Um, The other one's going to be aged uh, for a couple months in some uh, maple bourbon barrels. Okay. So uh, we're gonna release both of those at the the festival. Um, And then we have a couple other beers planned for that as well. So what's the story on the candied bacon? Did you candy it yourself? No. No, this is uh, Maryland's on Maine down in Uniontown. Oh, okay. Um, some of the best candy. <laughs> I wish I had some to give you guys because <laughs> uh, it was almost doppelganger level uh, candied <laughs> bacon. It was, it was amazing. I mean, that thick cut slab bacon. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he just he has the right amount of brown sugar and cayenne and just... Yeah, it was it's it was sick. Nice. <laughs> I'm hoping the flavors come through because it. I mean, we put it in in the beer and you could smell it coming out of the kettle, just pouring. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm hoping fermentation doesn't rip rip all that out. But yeah, we're gonna find out here in about three days, four days. I I hope it comes out good, but I have a feeling it'll be so much better nine months from when it comes out. Mm. But we're gonna sit on some. Yeah, don't yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that sounds like something you, you let the hotness come out of the barley wine, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you just get all that brown sugar and. No, it's it's definitely we're gonna smoke. Yeah, we're definitely uh, holding some back. So yeah, don't yeah. don't get too upset. No, no, I'm not upset. <laughs> I'm not upset. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm, yeah. I'm saying I'm hoping it comes yeah. out good, but it, like you know, it it'll probably be better later. Barley, <laughs> yeah, barley wine in general yeah. is always. Uh, you know, first three months you think, "Holy shit, this is hot." Yeah. <laughs> and next three months you think, "Okay." And then after that, you're like, "Oh, there it is." There it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. So, speaking of smoke, any uh, any plans for any Roush beers? Oh, ab- absolutely. Good. I mean, we have a smoke porter uh, that does a home brewer, and uh, it's definitely going to be brought back. Awesome. Um, as soon as we get. And yeah, we kind of we kind of miss the season. You know, no offense. Smoke beer during spring is, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. We the the show's tagline is all weather is stout weather. But Roush beers, I I, I will give a pass to like not being a yeah. April showers drinker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we definitely I'm definitely going to do that smoke quarter again. I would love to do you know the dark dark lagers, smoke lagers. Mm-hmm. Um, once we get everything set up and figure out kind of a, a better brewing plan. But yeah, those, those types of things will definitely be start getting a rotation. Awesome. 
nice. I'm nice. looking. For, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, at this point, Me I'm too. just sort of planting seeds. <laughs> no, you don't have to plant seeds here, man. I'm, I, I can't wait to start doing loggers and stuff. I really can't. Do you, do you have a favorite uh, logger style that you're into? Something that you're chasing? The Hellas. Hellas. God. I mean, the check is is obviously um, more hoppy mm-hmm. or hoppier. I don't know what the correct wording would be. Um, so I, I do I do enjoy, it, but. I mean, you look at people doing stuff at Old Thunder. Yeah. That three, God damn it. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. So good. Like, it's just, I mean, it's crushable and it's just, but it has so much flavor. Yeah. And that's just, that's the beauty of it. And that's, mm. you know, hopefully what we can draw out of some of, uh, some of my lager program is the, you know, those little nuances mm-hmm. that just come through in beers like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, you know, again, we say it time and time again, but like we saw the 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 resurrection of the Schwartz beer in yes. Pittsburgh uh, over this past year, and then uh, I think you know Hop Farm for me yeah. might have like the best pound for pound loggers that I've had from them. Malcolm, I mean, he was always I I believe I, I didn't have a lot of experience with him as a home brewer, but as a home brewer, he was like lager king. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I understand, him and uh, another guy that I can't remember his name right now moving into professionally i mean he took all that and just blew it up yeah and it's i mean malcolm's doing some really good shit down there yeah yeah so yeah if you're looking for loggers go check them out or yeah, yeah. absolutely go yeah. check go check out old thunder we've had some of them or their stuff as well it's yeah. really good that so. 340 is like i said i personally i i think it's the best logger in pittsburgh mm-hmm. maybe the state beside human robot <laughs> i mean yeah i need to get a hold of some of that they're, uh, the, it's got the wiener dog on it. I forget what the name of it is. Either, was it the 10% or the uh, 10 degree or 12 degree? I think it was the 10 degree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Creekside has it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Sure. Yeah. Go so, check out Creekside. Sure. Yeah. Perhaps on Friday. Maybe. As yeah. you should. <laughs> but uh, uh, So, uh, outside of beer, uh, do you have any time to do anything outside of beer? Any hobbies? Anything like that? Is there time outside of beer? No, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't found it yet. It's, it's like a magical land that doesn't exist. Uh, no, it's. Uh, I think once we get this transition uh, done with, I'll actually be allowed to go back in uh, my yards in complete disarray. I've got like two collapsed retaining walls that need rebuilt. Uh, but yeah, I mean, home projects have definitely suffered. Uh, my poor wife um, has weathered the storm of having a torn apart laundry room and a yard that is questionable. So uh, hopefully once this transition is done, I can spend a little bit more time and get things back on track. Uh, I like gardening, oddly enough. I'd like to have a vegetable garden here sometime in the next year or two. I I think we've run into a couple of people like that because it gives them that opportunity to sort of get into a zen, you know, just sort of zone out. It's quiet, you know. It's peaceful. I I like the heat, so I mean – I'd rather cut grass in 90 degree heat than shovel snow. So agreed. I mean, I'm, I'm that kind of guy. So, you know, I'll go out and do yard work all day if I could. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this winter. I'm done yeah, with it. I'm done with it. I'm, I'm going to be a snowbird by the time I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> you can look back on this in, in 10 years and say, ah, oh, he was right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he made it in eight. Yeah. Huh, Arboretum trail moved down to Florida. How about that? <laughs> Open a new brewery space for yeah. Lauderdale. <laughs> Playing shuffleboard. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Well, hey, you know, you guys can have your hot ass weather. I prefer not. Yes. That's all right. Well, <laughs> I prefer everything to be dead and cold because that's nice. <laughs> There's no bugs. I saw that a bug the other. I saw a bug the other day. It pissed me off. Uh, did you see it? I did because it yeah. was coming back. It was one of those shitty ass stink bugs. Oh, uh, it was flying through the air, and I swatted it, and good. I shook my fist at it. Good. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fucking hate bugs. <laughs> Hate sweating and hate bugs. <laughs> but what about this milk stout? Do you like this one at least? Oh yeah, no, the milk yeah, stout's too. fine. Yeah, that's for any weather, hot or cold. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Stout seasons every season. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, like as it warmed up, uh, it did, the flavor profile didn't change too much. Mm-mm. But um, something w- I didn't remark on at, at the beginning of the segment was that it has a pretty uh, nice mouthfeel to it. Like, it, it feels like it almost blooms a little bit, mm-hmm. like, it, as you drink it. And it kind of coats your mouth, but it's not in a... It's not motor oil. Yeah, it's not a, it's not in a Good. thick motor oil, sickening way. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> even though this is sweeter than most stouts, it's also not disgustingly, like, candy, rot your teeth. Yeah, it doesn't get into full-blown dessert sour yeah. territory. Yeah. I could, I could do two of these <laughs> as compared to like some that we've had on the show where it's just like, uh, I, I'm thinking the Omnipolo. Remember that one? The, ma- the maple one? That, <laughs> yeah, that was a beast. <laughs> that is Maple's like, dangerous, man. Yeah. It, it can get out of hand real quick. When, oh, yes. it, this one gets out of hand. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's like a, it's a 12% stout okay. and like, you know, maple's, it's hard to actually get that flavor through. Yeah. No, they got it because I think it's <laughs> a lot half of it. bottle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think when they can it, it's actually two tubes and half is beer and half is maple syrup. I got then, you. I got you. But yeah, it's a really good beer, but you can drink one of those. Yeah. <laughs> but, but this, yeah, I could drink more than one. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I could space them out and drink them. <laughs> yeah. They're they yeah. still over if you're 9%. Home, I don't, I don't, on a, uh, a campfire, you know, just mm. hanging out. Yeah, you could have a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. Have yourself a time. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and like I was saying, even though the flavor doesn't change that much, that's actually, that could be a good thing too, because mm-hmm. it doesn't change to something bad that you don't want to sip on. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is not the kind of beer where you kind of have to trudge through the end. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. So, good. Thanks, yeah, guys. Enjoyable beer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're going to have another one. Hopefully. 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 <laughs> yeah. if, but, ben, if Ben will let us. Yeah. yeah. If Ben will let us. But also, we'll come back. We'll have a game. Yes. Yeah. You know what pairs nicely with a good beer? A bad movie. And that's exactly what we do at Hops and Box Office Flops, the Internet's premier podcast dedicated to reviewing bad movies and mostly good beers. So join us on a hop-fueled excursion through some of Hollywood's biggest bombs. We've covered everything from the fungus-laden streets of Dino Hatton with the Super Mario Brothers to the oddly horny felines of Cats 2019. You can find our show on any of your finest podcast providers. And follow us on social media at Hops and B.O. Flops. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll drink your face off. Welcome back to segment three of episode 238 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. It is our first episode of March, and it's also an episode right before our fifth year anniversary. So, you know, get us something nice, like four packs <laughs> or two four packs or you know a gift certificate to vintage estates <laughs> <laughs> do whatever but do something nice for your local podcast please and thank you we are however still at arboretum trail and we are still joined by ben Stefan. 
And we have another Arboretum Trail brewing beer. How about that? Yeah. What so, are the odds? Yeah. How could that happen? <laughs> Fridge full of beers and they're all Arboretum Trail. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. It's weird. <laughs> but uh, Ben, why don't you tell us about the third beer that you have for us? Yeah. So this is a uh, triple collaboration beer uh, that I did with Monday's Brewing in Peters Township and then Lynx Brewing up on the North Shore. Uh, we did a double West Coast IPA. Pretty straightforward, Simcoe Centennial Chinook uh, and Citra. So a um, little malty, very hop forward. Uh, Adam, I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, that's all right. But, you know, you, you can drink it and tell me you hate it, and that's okay. We can still be friends. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, wa- I wanted to feature this beer just because, uh, you know, with Mondays and Lynx, uh, Lynx uh, I also do uh, work for. Mm-hmm. So, um, you yeah, know, it kind of keeps things going. And then Mondays uh, – you know, with him being a little bit more south of the city, uh, I think people sometimes forget he's down there, but he's doing some really great things. Yeah. So uh, you can pick this beer up in cans down there for sure and on tap. Nice. Right nice. On. nice. Um, so can you give us uh, some more numbers on it? ABV, IBU. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yep. Uh, so the ABV is 8.3. Uh, IBUs came in around 68 to 70. Okay. Um, I, I always give a range because Beersmith and whatever other software is used is never exact. And sometimes your ratios will change. Yeah. But I'd say it's, it's, it's securely in that 68 to 70 range. So like I said, it's, it's very hop forward, um, but not going to bite you. Well, well it, it might bite me. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't bite me for, yeah. for the non-IPA people. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and taking a look at it, it is a good-looking beer. I really like Thank the you. color on this. Thank you. Yeah, it has a nice color. It's actually pretty re- reminiscent of 90 Minute. Mm-hmm. You know? Thank you. Yeah, it, it's darker than usual. Uh, I will say, if you listened to last week's episode, we were talking about how brilliantly clear the uh, beer, the Dub City West Coast, mm-hmm. was. This isn't as brilliantly clear. No, uh, it's not. But it's also, again, like you're saying, that, that that's why I asked ABV and IBUs. Yep. I, ha- I have a plan behind that okay. <laughs> to help explain the beer. But All right. yeah, uh, yeah it, you know, the uh, ABV is a little higher, so you know, you're going to have a lot more mash, mm-hmm. a lot more wheat. It's going to yep. come out a little cloudy. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a little darker. But yeah, overall, it's a good looking. I like it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. And and on the nose, it 100% announces what it's going to be. Absolutely, it is a no doubter. Nothing's hidden. This, nothing. No. Yeah, yeah. What this beer is supposed to be. Absolutely, it, it is Adam repellent. And I, I was just <laughs> going to say, you know, it's the, these cans are directly out of my my system. I don't have filtration. I don't use um, any type of um, finding agents. Mm-hmm. So uh, what you see is what you get. It's brighted for a week, but that's that's my filtration. Yeah, yeah. So um, with with my stuff, yeah, I, I call it West Coast. There's going to be chill haze. There's going to be a little bit of cloudiness. Yeah. So, but there's not a bunch of chunks floating in no, it. So right, that's fucking no. fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little bit of chill haze is okay. Yeah. We're, we're just not looking at garbage floating in it. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Once you reach, you know, once you're below a certain threshold, it doesn't really matter what the beer looks like. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it is what it is. You can't. I mean, unless you're, you know, trogues and you have your center, <laughs> centrifuges and shit like that, or, you know, your loggers are sitting in tanks for, you know, six to eight weeks. Right. I mean, you're not going to be able to read books through them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, like Adam said, on the nose, it announces itself what oh, it yes. is. And I, I, I've been taking little pulls on the taste. And this is the reason why I brought up the IBUs is that 
it really isn't a punch you in the face IPA. It's, it's actually pretty soft. Thank you. And like there, you, I, I would say it's Chinook dominant. Yep. From what I get, so it, it is very Chinook dominant. Yeah. Um, like there's there's the other ones that are in there that kind of, but we um, we decided Sam and I decided that uh, Chinook was going to be kind of the the star of the show. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of where we went with that. Okay. Well, you succeeded because I picked it out. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I do get a little bit of like that pininess that mm-hmm. may be coming from the Simcoe. The Simcoe on the definitely. Nose, yep. On the nose. So yeah. You get a little bit of that in Centennial when you uh, you can dash it in late. So mm-hmm. um, there was definitely a, a nice helping of that on the on the backside, yeah. along with the Chinook. So yeah. uh, Simcoe was a very it was a very minor player yeah. in this beer. It has a it has a pretty uh, you know hearty I would say hearty bitterness on the back end, but it doesn't just like sit in your mouth and mm. uh, like doesn't dry you out. Good. So yeah, enjoyable beer. Thank you. And now everybody turns to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say the good things yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. Well, why can't we just keep the good times rolling? Because people have to know if it's for them or not. <laughs> if you are an IPA drinker, yes, it is for you. Uh, if you are not an IPA drinker, I don't know that it is for you. But I will say that if you have started down the path of kind of exploring IPAs and you want to push the envelope a little bit further, this is a good beer to keep pushing that envelope even even nice. more so. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah it, I like it. It, it. If you're looking to, you know, you know, open your portfolio in, in terms of your beer tastes and preferences and you haven't gone down the West Coast path yet, this is a good place to start. I feel like the West Coast styles uh, coming back around again. Yes, you know we we had a we had a good run, and then they you know kind of uh, <laughs> New England defied it. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you know they hit the rest stop and <laughs> right. you know took a piss and got something to eat. Now they're come, pulling back out on the road and and they went back they went business. a little too hard. They were blowing out too many pallets. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, <laughs> uh, green flash. Yeah, we're looking at you. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. That well, was, not anymore. No, nah, not so much. Not not here anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but swamp water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely think West Coast. West Coast has its place, and especially like when you're talking about the hot profiles. Uh, we had one that was uh, a while ago that was super indicative of like West Coast. It was from the Appalachian Mountain Brewery. Remember that one? No. You, you might have blocked it out as a trauma event, <laughs> <laughs> but it it was like all pine. Okay. And I think recently they were uh, acquired by AB and Bev or Miller Coors or something like that. Okay. But yeah, it was a it, it brewery out of North Carolina and it was one of the piniest beers yeah. I've had. Wow. And it fucking blew me away that it came from this side of the country <laughs> and not the yeah. other side. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, if you're looking for something like that, it's still out there. Yeah. <laughs> they still hide in nooks and crannies yeah. in the world. <laughs> you could say Chinooks or crannies. Oh, God. Oh, I, oh, God. Yes. I felt good about that one. Do your game. <laughs> <laughs> and it is time. It is segment three. It's time for us to uh, just have a little bit of fun here. Uh, and this is the Trail of Beers. Okay. Uh, and this is a bit of a hybrid between two games we have previously done, uh, the Pair Down and Beerify It. Okay. Uh, what I'm going to do is I have a list of national trails. This is Arboretum Trail Brewery, after all. Uh, ah. And I'm going to give you uh, a trail, and we're going to develop a beer for that trail once you have completed that trail. 
Oh, jeez. The first beer once you've come off the trail. Okay. What are we brewing for the hikers? Wow. Okay. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all. So I'll, I'll start with an easy one. Okay. Uh, the North Country Trail. Uh, this is a 4,800-mile trail that goes from Vermont to North Dakota. Mm. Vermont to North Dakota. Yes. So you are ending in North Dakota <laughs> or Vermont. You can go either direction. Okay. What are we making? So uh, should we should we be considering making beers that represent both ends? Yes. You know, so that way wow. it doesn't matter where you start. Mm-hmm. You, you still wind up with the same. And I have no idea what you're going to do for North Dakota unless you add in uh, buffalo chips. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> mm. Well, you can okay. do the Winku Buffalo testicle route. Yeah. That's terrible. That's even worse. <laughs> I know it's worse. I'm just saying. So the, that at least exists. Yeah. yeah so right. the, the trail goes from North Dakota to Minnesota uh, through Wisconsin <clears throat> and Michigan and then dips down into uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, and then kicks over into Vermont. I mean – with those with those states listed, uh, Michigan has a huge hop program. New York has uh, a blossoming hop program. Um, you know, Vermont's obviously known for IPA. So, I'm going, I'm going New England IPA, not hazy. Okay. So I'm going New England IPA, softer but still with that that grip on the pininess. Probably some New York Chinook for the pineapple. Uh, some Michigan Centennial that uh, really screams. Uh, yeah, I, I think that would probably be the best bet to kind of encompass all the trail. Right on. Right on. I like it. Steve, you look like you are deep in research over there. Tried to look up. I, I looked North Dakota famous for and just gave me a picture of a buffalo. I told you <laughs> buffalo there chips. There it is. It's right back to the same thing. Um, I believe the only brewery that I know of out there, I believe, is Ben's Brewing. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they follow us on Twitter. They do, and we follow <laughs> yeah. them. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, no. Man, there's really not. Drucker. Oh, yeah. The Drucker. Oh, oh, yeah. Drucker's out right, there, too. There we yeah. go. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about, about them. them. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. Drucker. Yeah. Well, they only recently started coming into the state. It's nice. Oh, man. I, I mean, they have a bunch of national parks and everything. That doesn't help with beer. I assume... Uh, there's a lot of planes out there, right? Yes. Maybe we could use some of the planes wheat. I like it. Yeah. I like <laughs> it. We can put some of the planes wheat to get some of that hazy cloud in there. All right. All right. I can yeah. do it. Yeah. That's my, that's my contribution. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. You mentioned all the states and you said Wisconsin. I was like, man, let's just stop at New Claris. Fuck hiking. <laughs> <laughs> can we just... Just go straight there. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. So our next trail is, it's a world famous trail. Everybody knows this trail. Everybody loves this trail. The Appalachian Trail. It is 2,171 glorious, beautiful miles from Georgia to Maine. And it is also the longest hiking only trail in the United States, which means it does not share any roads from tip to tail. You don't have to cross one iota of pavement if you don't want to. Neat. Okay. Uh, I I think it's kind of obvious what should go in there. I don't have a style, and Ben can pick the style and other things. But I think Mm -hmm. if you're starting in Georgia, yeah, or ending in Georgia, Mm -hmm. peaches. I was thinking peanuts. 
Ew. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it doesn't work because Maine is blueberries. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to do peanuts and lobster, that's your own thing. Yeah. And we'll just call it allergic reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, somebody write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can drink this. Yeah. It's got lactose, peanuts, yeah. and shellfish. God. Fuck everybody. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever heard. I've heard some really bad things. That 100% that's the worst. God. <laughs> but I think peaches and blueberries is a little more acceptable. It is. But it Ben, is. if you can come up with a style and some other things from the states in between. <laughs> well, I mean, I was just going to do a shameless plug and say my peach wheat would go great. Mm-hmm. With, uh, with with that, so it'll be out in two weeks. So there you go. There you go. And it crosses uh, right yeah. through Pennsylvania. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, peaches, you know, you use your uh, your Midwest or uh, Pennsylvania wheat, and uh, there you go. I like it. There you go. All right. That's a good one. So we're just putting blueberries in Ben's peach wheat yeah. like you would a bumbleberry. I was just saying, yeah, just like a bumbleberry. Okay. Just right. a little yeah. splash like the uh, the chef. Yeah. 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 You guys sure you don't want to do peanuts and shellfish? I'm uh, sure. No, we're pretty sure. sure. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. It'll be a hot seller. Eh, it'll be a hot something. <laughs> hot trash. Yeah. yeah. All right. The next one. Uh, and this one is the Great Western Loop. This is 6,800 miles of hiking through Mm. New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, California, and Arizona. And it is assumed no one else can deny this, but there has been only one person that has completed this loop. Okay. Jeez. (laughs) 6,800 miles. You're going to have to change your oil halfway through. Yeah, I mean, I guess, wow. yeah, if only one person did it, then obviously nobody else can refute it because nobody else has did it. <laughs> and nobody else was there when he did it. Right? This is a drivable? <laughs> oh, hiking. <laughs> it's the Shoe Leather Express. Mm. Um, Mm-mm. Shit. You put a lot of states in that, too. Uh, yeah. I didn't put them there. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say it's got to be a light beer because with all that hiking... I mean, you put a pastry stout in, you're gonna be oh, shitting on. Oh cactus. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no matter who starts it, you're gonna be a buck yeah. fifty-five walking in yeah. on the last leg. Yeah, you're definitely going pilsner. I mean, you got to go something light. Well, now hold on. None? Okay, now hold on. I'm holding on because you you're talking about how how much it's gonna take off of you. Mm, maybe true. it maybe okay. it should be loading okay. up on the carbs. Okay. Don't oh. go now. Don't go pastry stout, but maybe no. go something heavier like a dunkel. Ooh, okay. Get dunkel. Ooh, double bock. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's throw a double yeah. bock in Get there. Get a double right. bock in there. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I throw a suggestion in there? So, something that has enough grain, but it's not full of sugar. But okay. yeah, because we are going through the southwest. Yeah, I think we gotta throw some chilies in there. Hmm. Spicy double bock. Spicy double bock. Yeah. Cayenne double bar? Yeah. 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 All right. I mean, yeah. I'm not against it. Yeah. And you said it kind of ends in California, right? Or well, Arizona, because it, it loops from New Mexico. It's a loop, so you can start anywhere. Yeah. But it goes through It goes through that. Maybe. I don't know. There's only a few beers that I've seen that have avocado in them. Mm-hmm. But maybe throwing avocado will give you some essential oils and fats that you need to help you get through your time. You know, also get you that? What? Peanuts and lobsters. <sighs> Those aren't indicative of the. Who West invited Coast. this guy? <laughs> I drove myself. You're right. You're right. You drove me, so yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> so it's your fault. Yeah. All right. I even made him get out the Google Maps. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, so a spicy Dunkelbach. Double Bach. Double Bach. Double Bach. Yeah. Uncle Bach is not a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> as soon as it left my mouth, it's like, no, that's dumb. <laughs> so our next one, uh, this one is the Eastern Continental Trail. Hmm. This one is a little bit similar to the Appalachian, but this one goes all the way from Key West, Florida Ooh. to Bell Island, Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Okay. Newfoundland. Sorry about that one. That's too far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, at first you said New Finland. I was like, oh, let's throw some maple in there. But no, let's not. Let's take it with Key West. I mean, it's got to be probably like a Florida Weiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're doing all of Florida. That's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need something light, maybe a little bit of salt Swamp. in there to. Yeah. Swamping get, up. Get you through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not just doing Florida. You're doing all the Carolinas. You're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You need a machete just to cut through the humidity. Yeah. yeah. My kind of weather. <laughs> yeah. Florida Vice. What could, what could we incorporate, though, from Canada? Obviously, that's kind of a. It's North Atlantic. Yeah. You know, I heard they got lobsters up there. Oh, God. Uh, stop it. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> I mean, Florida Vice, could you do like some. Granny Smith apples from Ooh. up in the up in that area. Sure, yeah. I don't know if apples get all the way up there, but I think so. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you get some apples or uh, you know uh, some jalapenos, jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> Do that and finish your grade ten. Yeah. <laughs> so, can we run that back real quick? That long trail. Who's the only person? Did you look it up? Oh, who's- I have no idea who it is. Should we, we name a beer after them? <laughs> Jesus. If, I'll do a little more research if I can find this person. 6,800 miles hiking? On purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why anybody. Like that, would, that's Forrest Gump territory. It is. It just felt like hiking. Jesus. Now, I'm, just, I'm just amazed at that number that somebody would voluntarily do that. Well, there's another one. Oh, okay. And that is also 6,800 miles. God damn. This is the American Discovery Trail. What's wrong with you people? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and this one goes shore to shore, sea to shining sea, Delaware to California. Neat. <laughs> Super. You want to put crab in this one? Well. Uh, stop it. <laughs> How about Old Bay? I'm willing. To, I'm willing to compromise with Old Bay. I mean, I know that's a Maryland thing, but I mean, they're neighbors. Close enough. Delaware is a thief of style, anyway. I was gonna say joy, but yeah, yeah. I mean, all they do is they take the crab stuff from yeah. Maryland. They take yeah. the hoagie stuff from Philly. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, <laughs> they have no identity other than a tax shelter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This conversation went completely in the wrong direction. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. What yeah. was I doing? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? I blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, I mean, you're going coast to coast. You probably need something a little hardy. I'm going stout. Let's go Old Bay. Let's go. I might even throw chilies in there again. Just to, just to run that out. Some cacao nibs. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what's in the middle of the state beside wheat. <laughs> right. <laughs> corn. Yeah. Grain. Ooh. Corn. Ooh. Ooh. Wait a second. Yeah. Now, yeah, corn. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, some- does the trail go through Nebraska? We can make it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just for this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, you get some Nebraska corn. Uh, I mean, 
you could do kind of like a an Old Bay spicy Kentucky Common. Oh, steam beer, steam beer, steam beer. yeah, right, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because it's corn and it's steam and it's all it's all the things yeah. matches. Kind of mashes the coast together. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably way more drinkable than, <laughs> yeah. you know, most of other things that you'd put together. Better than lobsters and peanuts? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everything so, is better than lobsters and peanuts. <laughs> so you you asked who completed the Western Loop. Yes. His name is Andrew Skirka. Andrew Skirka, I want to make you a beer. Yeah. If you're listening for well, whatever reason. If he's listening or still alive, I don't know when he completed it. I say, it, so. are you alive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, from this article in 2018, Jeff Garmeyer wanted to be the second person to complete it. He might be halfway done by now. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> More power to him. Does, I mean, do we know how long it took him? I mean, hiking, you can't possibly. I, don't, I mean, maybe I'm out of touch with hiking, but... I mean, I wouldn't think you'd do more than 10 or 20 miles a day. So it, I, I actually have a friend of mine that did the Appalachian Trail. Okay. And there were days where that he said he would do 20, 30 miles a day. Mm. And then there are days where he would do three or five. Okay. So, I mean, you're probably averaging what? Like, I mean, probably seven to 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. And then there are there are times where he would just take an entire week and just – not hike at all. Mm. He would just stop in a town and just, just be camp. there for the week. That okay. way he could just, his body could recover. Okay. He could just hang out, take his little mini vacation wow. in North Carolina. So he just, he just decided one day. I'm going to do this. Forrest Gump style. I mean, to bring that <laughs> well, back. Well, he didn't I mean, go just, fully Forrest Gump. He planned it out a little bit further. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't just start hiking. <laughs> <laughs> I started running. And, and how many days did it take your friend? Uh, it took him pretty much the, I think, from about March until October. Wow. How many days is that? I don't know. A bunch. Okay. <laughs> well, then he's not as great as Andrew Skirka. Oh, okay. Because he took 208 days. God. To do the entire 6,000 plus miles. He averaged 33 miles a day. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> again, again, I ask why. That's a uh, why. To get it named Adventure of the Year 2007. Okay. Uh, well, well, I hope he enjoys <laughs> his plaque. There it That's is. what he got. Yeah. yeah. You get a belt with that? Like a WWE style belt? <laughs> You'd hope. You'd hope something. I would hope something. Yeah. With probably like eight notches in it as you get skinnier and skinnier going Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's... He started with a 32-inch waist, and he ended with a 28. With just a gum band. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I've got one more here. Okay. And this is a 1,444-mile loop called the Buckeye Trail. Hmm. And this loops Ohio. <laughs> That's the entire point of the trail. Great. <laughs> is to go around the circumference of Ohio. What are we brewing for Ohio? They get peanut butter stout. <laughs> they get the peanut butter lobster style. Yeah. Peanut get, butter because of the Buckeye. Ah, and and okay. lobster because they think it's fancy. You don't even know. <laughs> they get they get nothing because it's Ohio. And they have uh, Cleveland and Cincinnati and they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> no, uh, that's for you, Brant, if you're listening. Jeez, uh, what would you make for Ohio? I mean, they have chili. You don't want chili in beer. Ugh, no, ugh. No. Could you imagine putting spaghetti in your beer? Cool. 
Well, they got that that Cincinnati skyline. You just talked about peanuts and lobster. I said what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, I'm pretty sure they've already attempted this. There's no way. Yeah. Well, I know there's no way somebody didn't. Yeah. Martin House has already gone down that path. Yeah. Spaghetti did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're they're they did a spaghettios beer. I'm pretty sure they did. They did a uh, they did the dish from Elf where Will Ferrell's eating something that's like spaghetti and gummy bears and fucking all that garbage. Mm. They did that beer. <laughs> so, oh uh, god. Yeah. Um Yeah, uh yeah, Ohio isn't, I don't know. Whatever the fucking half side of the app menu on Applebee's. Put that in a beer. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> That's the Ohio beer. <laughs> I have no arguments against that. <laughs> You yeah. know what? I, I'll, I'll be nice. I'll say we'll throw in some some astronaut ice cream. Sure. They got yeah. a bunch of astronauts from Ohio. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. throw that in there. We'll, yeah. That As- part would be nice. And then other ice cream <laughs> and Cuban egg rolls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you guys have. And a bunch of flat roads. Yeah. To lead to nowhere. Well, they lead to Chicago. <laughs> That's important. Yes. Well, <laughs> that is important. Or if you take the nice left turn, they lead in, into Kentucky. Yeah. And the Bourbon Trail. Yes. You can do so, that too. Yes. Yeah, they lead somewhere out of Ohio. That's where Damn they it. lead. Damn it! Damn it! Yes, I stole it. Damn it! Stole it. It's your show, and I stole it. Uh, and that's how you play that game. That's how you play All what's right. on the trail. Yeah, what's on the trail. Well I'm done. still amazed this dude walked 6,800 miles. Like, I'm gonna sit. <laughs> I'm gonna message you guys in like three days and be like, seriously, Steve, <laughs> Steve Gherkin or whatever his fucking name was. Steve Pickle? <laughs> Shit. Andrew Skirka, you put some respect Andrew on Skirka. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and speaking this, of respect. Yeah. This beer. Yeah, In the Trees, the double IPA West Coast style. Uh, collaboration between Arboretum Trio, Mondays, and Lynx Brewing. We've been to two of those places. We need to get the third one. He's a, he's a mystery. Yeah. He's a... Uh, you know, kind of golf centric. Um, I would assume. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, some it's, people it's, don't understand the wings. There's yeah. a golfer on the thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I can so, do the math. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, he's not uh, fully in the market yet. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of golf courses carry his beer. But okay. um, hopefully later this year, you'll see a little bit more entry into the more mainstream market. Oh, OK. So Cool. Interesting. Well, we'll be on the lookout for that. But uh, in the meantime, though. This IPA is uh, pretty decent. Thank you. Pretty decent. I'm into it. I would recommend it to my friends. <laughs> that drink IPA. Yes. He will not drink it again. I will not drink it again. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's kind of hard to say to the brewer's face. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Because that's the big thing. Like, hey, if you don't like a certain style of beer, you don't like a certain style of beer. <laughs> right. Right. You know, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. People that make me mad, though, if I can go off on a little tangent here. By all means. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. The untapped people. Oh, I don't like stouts. <laughs> Point five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> so many likes good t-shirt people. ideas. There's yeah. there's a certain place in hell for all of you. <laughs> yeah. Because you affect my small brewer. <laughs> Girl in Eastern PA that did that to me. <laughs> Fucking Ashley. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn Karen. <laughs> well, I will say that I don't like IPAs and I wouldn't give this one half a star. Thank you. Thank you. And I do like IPAs, but I wouldn't give this any stars because I haven't used Untapped in seven years. Yeah. Eight years. Right. So. <laughs> I look at it just for giggles. Right. And 
I send screenshots to the guys from Fuel by Hops and be like, hey, look at this one. <laughs> <laughs> this guy said stouts suck, 0. 0.5. That's cool. Yeah. I wonder what it's like to be so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> cool story, bro. You got it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, with that in mind, though, it's time to go to the podium. That's where we rank all three beers that we've had tonight. Mm. Bronze, silver, and gold. And, of course, we're going to end with Ben ranking his three children. Yes. Well, ha ha. Ha ha. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'll go first, though, because it's actually kind of easy for me. Oh, okay. I found all the beers tonight really drinkable, mm-hmm. really easy to drink. And uh, it, it's hard for me to differentiate. Uh, none had, like, f- real big flaws that stood out in any way. So it's hard for me to give a strong ranking other than the number that I could drink in a day. <laughs> <laughs> so with that uh, bronze, I'll give to the sweet stout. It's, re- it's really enjoyable, though. I mean, it, it has a, a nice mouthfeel to it. It's not overly roasty and it's not overly sweet. Kind of goes right down the middle. And obviously it hides that ABV of 9% really well, but it's 9%. Yeah, I'll get fucked up pretty quick. And yeah, <laughs> silver I'll give to the double IPA. It has a lot of nice flavor on it, but it's not going to completely blow your palate out. This is something that will pair really well with pretty much any dinner, you know, whether it be fish or meat or you know just whatever you have. It it'll go well with it. You'll be fine. And I could drink a little slightly more because it's yeah. eight point three. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, but gold on that I'm going to give to the honey brown. It's it's super drinkable. That's something that uh, maybe wouldn't be a pirate's tailgate that we don't have to worry about at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Might not be that kind of crusher, but like a penguin's tailgate or, you know, uh, a, a late. I don't know when the fuck the soccer team plays. I don't know either. I know yeah. it still snows sometimes <laughs> when they do play. <laughs> so during that time. <laughs> and if, hey, you know. St. Patty's Day is coming up, and if you don't ah. feel like drinking, if you don't feel like drinking Guinness or red ales, have that as well. Yeah. A brown ale is just as fine, and that actually is more authentic to drink in Pittsburgh, yeah. rather than trying to pretend that you're Irish, right? <laughs> you Italian idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of Polacks drinking uh, yeah. drinking Guinness. Stop it. Bunch of Slavs and Germans yeah. and Italians yeah. trying yeah. to pretend you're Irish. <laughs> Quit it. What if I'm both? Well, no, you're Irish, so you yeah. can do whatever you want. Yeah. But. Oh, I can? Yeah, there's, yes. a, there's a lot of fucking pretenders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Me sometimes. <laughs> uh, I want to make a tracksuit joke right now, but I'm not going to. I'm going to take the high road yeah. and go to the podium. Uh, for me, I am, uh, to, uh, to little surprise, I'm going to put the, uh, the double IPA, the Indo Trees, in the bronze medal position. It has nothing to do with the craftsmanship of the beer. Uh, it's simply there because of the style. It didn't stand a chance. Uh, and that's yeah. not the beer's fault. That's a me problem, I not the you. beer problem. I got you. Uh, and in the silver and gold positions, this is where things do get a little bit tougher. Because uh, in, in terms of the way Steve looks at it, I go one way. The way I look at it, it goes another way. And they are both valid. But I think I'm going to go. All right, I got it. Milk stout, silver. It's good. I liked it. Uh, all weather is stout weather, but I think the uh, the brown ale is just a little bit more versatile in that you can drink it anywhere. Stouts, yeah, you can and you should drink them in, in the summertime, but if you have a choice between that and the brown, 
I'm going with the brown. I can grab a four pack of that anytime, anywhere, and have myself a good time. So I think that's going to go in the gold medal position. All right. The, the, just to expound a little bit upon that, mm-hmm. one of them will make you extra sweaty in July. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and another one you can have on a Wednesday without mm-hmm. a problem. Yes, so, <laughs> absolutely. So just the brown has a little extra edge on it. That's yes. all. But uh, Ben, it's your turn. Tell us about your beers and how you rank them. Who's your uh, favorite? Oh, my favorite's Honey Brown. I mean, that's my my original girl. <laughs> you know, that's 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 the one that's gotten me through. That's, I mean, if we're talking home brewing, that won me a medal at mm-hmm. Trash. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not that that matters right now, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it it's done a lot for me, and it's a uh, very drinkable beer all year round. Uh, can go anywhere, can do anything, kind of, kind of style in in beer. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go double IPA and silver, just because IPA is is king to me. So, and stout is 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 there, but I mean IPA is is always on my heart. So, yeah, IPA, silver, and then stout on the bronze. Okay. All right. Hey, fair enough. <laughs> With that in mind, though, uh, Ben, why don't you just continue on? Tell everybody where they can find Arboretum Trail, like where they can buy it, where they can find you online, and uh, plug the honeycomb again if you want. Yeah, so uh, online you can find us on Instagram at Arboretum Trail Brewing Co. Uh, same on Facebook. I haven't done Twitter yet, but um, we do have a website, arboretumtrailbrewing.com. Uh, you can find us. Uh, if you go onto the website, you can see all of our stores, but um, you know, I want to do give a little bit of, uh, of a shout out to Mike Spear Bar, Creekside, um, Colonial, Duffy's, uh, Zoe's Beer on 51. I don't think they get enough credit. Uh, they have a really nice shop down there. Uh, and obviously Hampton Beer Outlet all the way out on Route 8. Uh, they take care of us really well. So um, Marino's in Greensburg, Josh handles, you know, puts us on tap and gets us in cans out there. Uh, I know I've forgotten some people, but, um, yeah, if you go to our website, everybody's listed on there and, uh, pretty easy to track down. Cool. I know. And, uh, don't forget to go to the honeycomb, check out their live page and, uh, you know, uh, invest if you want to. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. If you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA. They'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA in your favorite podcatcher like Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anything that starts with pod or ends in cast. We're on all those platforms. And if you're on any of them, leave a five-star review because we are a six lobster and peanut beer show and (sighs) won't let me brew any of them. And that's a bigger crime than just, you know, you heard it. I don't want <laughs> That's the joke. You heard him yeah. say it. He's he's the criminal this week. <laughs> I can't believe I agreed to this. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> but thanks again, Ben. Thanks for yes, thank thanks, guys. bringing us into your home, essentially. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's your business and your home at the same time. Same thing. <laughs> and next time we uh, sit amongst the tanks, we'll be in a whole new space. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty exciting. We'll have you guys down uh once we open up, we can talk about everything that's going on. Oh, for awesome. Sure. For Looking sure. forward to it. But, yeah, uh, with that, remember, next week is our five-year anniversary. We'll do something. <laughs> <laughs>
Keep the, <laughs> audience, keep the <laughs> audience on their toes. Yeah, yeah. Just keep the host on the toes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what's happening. <laughs> but we'll see you next week. Goodbye.